The advisor tirelessly offering guidance and direction on any subject has been a companion to those who asked questions since the beginning of time. Someone who can see a bigger world, who has traveled down many roads, who can explain and help another understand. That's been the role provided by that person we call the mentor or the coach. With the internet, coaching has gone from a behind closed doors, private session to full-scale webinars and in-person seminars. And coaches have walked off the practice fields where we used to see them just in sports and into offices and behind cameras to pass on their wisdom. During the 2020 pandemic, virtual coaching rose as a necessity for those trapped indoors with questions to be answered. And it went beyond exercise routines and marriage counseling and financial restructuring and life management, which were all huge, but coaching crossed into every field of human endeavor. As people have looked around and decided they wanted their lives to be more than the offering they had where, wherever they happened to stand, coaches have risen to fill the void of understanding of how their desires can be accomplished and how they can really get what they want. For many aspiring entrepreneurs, especially certified professional counselors and certified coaches, coaching has become this straightforward path to building an expertise-based digital content business. By starting as a coach, you can earn money and reviews and testimonials immediately that lay the foundation for a scalable business because you can take whatever your expertise is and turn it into a book and a course and all these other things. But to be a coach, you have to give up time and effort to one-on-one service that can be really limiting in terms of getting your business moving forward and getting your revenue expanded. Welcome to the Ready Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Case Lane, and this is your podcast if you are thinking that it's time to take control of your future and have the lifestyle you really want by starting your own online business. This is the sixth episode in the Real Stories Behind Making Money Online series, a series about the facts you need to know about each online platform before you decide which one is right for you and the online business you want to start. In this episode, we will go into the real story behind making money online as a virtual coach. This is episode 148. Let me start with a summary. Yes, you can start a virtual coaching business for free. You can, let's say, advertise by just talking to your friends and family and telling them about the service you want to offer. And you provide your coaching in person, on the phone, or through any of the free communication online sites like Skype. But you will likely have to pay for a financial gateway that manages your payments because I'm sure you want to take your payments online. It's a lot easier. And you'll probably need some kind of landing page where you can collect payments. And then over time, you want to have a website and maybe a mastermind and publish books on your coaching philosophy. So although the money can start flowing immediately when you charge a coaching fee, To get some credibility and some reviews and testimonials, you probably are going to want to offer your clients free services in the beginning, and then you start charging people based on the results that you can prove you're able to accomplish. If that sounds good to you, listen on for the details. 
While starting an online business is an extraordinary opportunity for you to establish a foundation for your own professional satisfaction, financial security, and lifestyle freedom, to get started, you have to select an online platform that fits your interests, skills, budgets, and ideas about what you want to do. Virtual coaching is a stable and foundational way to get started. If you have an area of expertise on anything, any subject that requires instruction, you can begin to offer one-on-one and eventually maybe group level teaching with measurable results. So coaching is a slow road because you're trading hours for dollars and you're working behind the scenes to ensure your clients are successful. You may have an excellent philosophy or a skill or a style or what have you, but if your clients do not implement it, then you've got no success stories to rave about and you've got to, you're going to have a really difficult time building the business if you're, you start off, for, let's say, for free with a bunch of people and none of them actually implement what you say. Uh, but if they do implement and they start talking about how you help them, now you've got something. You may be able to scale from private one-hour sessions into books and courses and blogs and podcasts and other content that can create passive income for you. So if your online platform of choice is virtual coaching, you need to be prepared for the opportunities and challenges. And that's what I'm going to explain in this real story behind becoming a virtual coach to make money online. Now, virtual coaching is for the confident because it's about providing advice, assistance, guidance to a client who wants to achieve a result. So you have to feel pretty good that you can get them where they want to go. It could be, you know, that they want to lose weight. They want to balance their books. They want to fix their marriage, to find a mate, to perfect their golf swing. It's instructional advice that people can actually use. That's what's going to make you successful if that's what you can deliver. So you have to have the confidence that you can deliver. You're the confident deliverer of information, of instructional information. And you're confident that you have knowledge and understanding and experience. And it could just be you. If you did it for yourself and you're pretty sure you could do it for others, that's fine. As long as you are a coach who is able to demonstrate how your approach successfully works, you're going to be ahead of the competition when it comes to delivering service but sustainability comes from success. You have to show that it works not just for you, but other people as well. The more clients you are able to help and change and get results, the more legitimate your practice will appear. So you might be thinking, does that mean I have to be some kind of special legitimacy, some kind of certified coach? Now, coaching does have a certification path. It does exist and many professionals have followed it and they put that on their credentials. But frankly, online, anyone can state that they are a coach. You know, people use that term pretty widely. And a lot of people are not looking for certification. You know what they're really looking for? Results. They're looking for social proof. If you're a certified coach with no clients, you have little chance of finding new ones online because the first thing people are going to look for is who have you done this for and how was it successful? So if you're an uncertified coach with a bunch of happy clients who are putting up testimonials about how great you are, you're going to be the one building a successful business. Potential clients want to see success stories. They want to know it was able to work. If you claim that you're able to get people to lose weight through meditation, then they want to see the testimonials and the reviews that confirm that your approach actually worked. That's what the typical consumer is looking for. So coaching that can be measured, coaching results that can be measured, like weight loss, improving test scores, saving a marriage, saving money, 
then that provides you with a really solid place as a new virtual coach. If you're able to say, I you know, had 10 people and their test scores were zero and I got them to 100, that's perfect. So if you can show statistics to your potential clients, you have the foundation for your business. That's what you want to be thinking about if you're going to be a virtual coach. All right, so who should start a virtual coaching business then? <laughs> to start, you want to have an interest. What is it you want to help people with? Where, what kind of instruction do you want to be giving? Do you have a process, a system, a philosophy, a method, a how-to to go from some beginning to a result? What is that? What does it look like? You know, clients want to move from point A to point B and they're looking for sustainability. Now, be careful because for those clients that are looking for sustainability or they're looking for serious assistance, they might need counseling, they might need therapy, they might need something that you are not properly trained for. So you want to be careful about advising them If you're going into the virtual coaching business, be very clear about what you do and do not do. (laughs) All right. So if it's weight loss, if it's, you know, finding the love of your life, that kind of stuff that can be very clearly pointed out to people. If it's getting them through trauma, that's a whole other world that unless you're really trained for it, can get start to become quite serious and dangerous. So we're talking about virtual coaching for ideas that you know that you can help people get from point A to point B. So if you've got that process, you're prepared to publicize it, you enjoy working one-on-one with people, you have time to set aside for your coaching sessions, and you can demonstrate results. Even if you're the first person to do it, you're example number one, but you can demonstrate how it works, then consider becoming a virtual coach. So how do you get started? Well, your best approach is to offer services for free to the first interested clients. Now you might be able to charge people right off the bat. You might have zero testimonials, zero reviews, but you can get people to pay you. That's awesome. (laughs) But if you're at zero and you can't get people to pay you, offer for free first so that you can take them through the process and they can see what it is you're really offering. And then you grow the business on the reviews and the testimonials from those people who got the services for free, who can show the results that you're promising. Okay, so if you've never tried to process on another person, how are you going to demonstrate that it works? So you have, you have to really think about that. You, you want to be able to prove the results that you claim you can get. But define your customer avatar. Who exactly do you want to coach? And by who, meaning, you know, what kind of client? Because many aspiring entrepreneurs start and say, oh, I got I to gotta do this for everyone because, you know, I need the money. Whoever asks, I'm just going to do it. But everyone have different ideas about what they want or they need. And you want to define exactly what it is that you deliver. So you want your messaging to be clear and you want to be consistent across all platforms. So you need to define your ideal customer and not have them come to you and say, this is what I need. You create a persona from scratch or pick a fictional character or pick a character from a TV show or a real life person you can model or some idea that you can keep in your mind about who it is that you're helping so that you stay focused. So you don't allow people to sort of come in and say, no, no, I want you to do this for me, change your approach. Now, you might find if your focus is a little bit on edge and maybe you hadn't thought about what the bigger options were for that particular subject and you think, oh, I can do this other thing because a lot of people are asking me about it. That's a different approach. That's, you know, that's a whole other thing. But 
just make sure you're, you're clear. For example, like you're doing weight loss and your clients, you know, all sorts of vegetarian clients are coming to you because yes, starchy foods can be fattening even if they're not meat-based. And um, you would actually start a weight loss program for people with sweet tooths who are eating a lot of sugar. And now, you know, vegetarians are coming to you and saying, well, what do you have for me? And now you're confused. Oh, shoot, what am I going to do? So if you're able to make a switch because it makes more sense to you, like, oh, you're like, oh, I was really investigating that I should have gone that way in the first place. That's fine. But if it's totally off base in terms of what you know, what you're able to deliver, you, you have to say no to those clients so that you can focus on the ones that you really can deliver for. Because again, if you don't have any results for, the, for this other thing, it doesn't make any sense for you. And you're going to want to be able to create you know, content and posts and everything that reflect your interests. So if everybody's bugging you to do something different, it's gonna be off to a bad start. If co- coaching is a, it's a one-on-one business and you're the anchor of conversations and you're the channel for solutions. So you have to feel really good. Again, you have to be confident that you've got something that leads to results. And that's why you want to stay focused and not let people drag you into doing something different. So start by finding that client number one, your ideal client number one. Offer your process to one person you think will benefit and then let that person hopefully become successful, have results and go on and publicize what you did. And you can find that person through contacts. Like let's say you're super shy about revealing your online business plans to those who are close to you because you don't want them to laugh at you and say that you don't know what you're doing and all that kind of stuff. So you can use roundabout methods to get them to recommend someone who may benefit from your advice. And you just do it by kind of making it sound as if you're looking for the advice. You're like, you know, are there any vegetarian weight loss kind of situations I can get into? And you, or you want to say, hey, did so-and-so ever tell you about this? And how can I get in touch with them? Just kind of use roundabout ways so you don't have to ask directly if you're feeling a little um, shy about it. And then when you get the person one-on-one, you say, hey, I developed this new approach. Say, I was trying these things. I experimented, whatever your story is. And you want them to try it for free to see what they think. And you might be surprised by how many people take you up on the offer because they think it's a cool idea too. Now, you're going to have a challenge because you go to all that trouble to sort of put the word out there and you get the first client, but then how do you get the second one and the third and the fourth and the fifth? Because you need to keep going with with coaching. You build your client base a lot of the time through word of mouth. And so you're going to have to constantly encourage anybody who's had contact with you to spread the word to other people. And that could be challenging. But you need a constant pipeline of, of, of potential clients. That's that's what happens in virtual coaching. And you remember, this is a trade-off, right, of your time. Staying in the virtual coaching game means having a constant pipeline of potential clients. And each one may require hours, maybe months, maybe years of your time. But the number of clients you, you manage will depend on your schedule. And once you've provided them with results that you know, really work for them and they've reciprocated with reviews and testimonials, then you can really begin to establish your business presence. So you want to transform your virtual coaching into a stable business. And that likely means, you know, incurring costs to create a professional online presence. You start with a website or a landing page. And if you're intending to showcase your method or philosophy, you want to set up your social media accounts to get attention to. So on the website, as a virtual coach, you would likely want a website for potential clients to find and contact you. Your website can include articles about your approach, your process, you know, eventually your books and your courses and any other content you want to develop. 
This is a time on your website when you want to talk about yourself and state your credentials. And again, you don't have to be an expert or a certified or anything like that. You can just detail your story of how you came to be doing what you do and let the potential clients decide for themselves if you appear to be right for them. And you also want your contact information and maybe a lead magnet to build a list of potential clients. Use your lead magnet to be something related to your coaching. So a product of value that your clients can implement and use right away. And they can really tell that you know what you're talking about. And you've got some good ideas about how to get them the solution that they want. So the purpose of your website is to provide information for people who may not have heard of you before and they want to know more. And you don't want to just deliver basic information, but you want background that helps them make a decision about using your services. This is personalized service. This is one-on-one. So you are really it when it comes to deciding on the product and whether or not people want to buy it. So when it comes to social media, same thing. Set up your social media feeds to showcase your knowledge, your ability. Let potential clients find you and look for your information and really get to understand if you're the one they want to talk to. So have posts that reflect your message and what you know what you want your potential clients to see and again include that link to your lead magnet in your social profiles. And then when you engage on social media, remember this is a business that you're trying to grow. So stay within your objectives and try not to comment on conflicting topics and getting into fight with strangers and all that kind of stuff. It's just, you're a coach now, you're a virtual coach. That's the business you're building. That's the message you want to send is something you know important that you've got a solution for people. And when people are deciding between you and another person that they might want to pay for coaching services, they're going to look at your social feed and they're going to see what you're all about. And that's going to help them make a decision. So yeah, you don't want to censor yourself around topics that are important to you, but you also want to make sure you're reflecting the interests of your customer avatar. You picked your avatar, so you should know what they're going to be interested in. You you have to know your avatar like really well, and you're going to be posting that way. So put, put that hat on when you're on your social feed that you're the virtual coach for this particular X topic or solution or idea that you've come up with that people are going to pay you for. So what's on your social feed that convinces them that it's worth it, okay? And you can run paid ads if you want to. Now, I usually see paid ads that are run, that are coaches that are running paid ads around something else, like a book or a course. But you can run paid ads directly for your service if you want. You know, you set up a paid ad strategy that's based on the message you want to deliver, the methods you're using, your ideas and so on, your success rate, you as the business, you put up your strategy based on that. And you really want to get this message out that you've had success in taking X number of people from point A to point B. And again, it could be one or two, but you make sure you make it clear about what it was that you did that made it different, right? You're going to have information that's going to attract your clients through paid ads. So that means it's going to be really clear to them that you get results. So pick your paid ad strategy. Make sure you have the capacity to take on new clients. If you're spending money on ads and people start coming into you, have all your tools in place, your lead magnet, your follow-up emails, your calendar scheduling, get that all set up so clients get what they expect when they sign up with you. Because think about how clients hire coaches, how they choose coaches. Again, it's very personal. And it's a major step for a lot of people, especially if they've never used a coach before and they think, ugh, I'm spending money to spend time with this person. What kind of person is this? What are they going to really do for me? Now, some people have always used coaches and others are just, you know, taking a chance. But they're all looking for someone who will help them get where they want to go. 
And you might not be the first choice of every potential client. Don't expect to be the first choice. It's a personal business. So your, your ability to interact with potential clients is the core of your success. And every client is uniquely looking for the quote unquote right coach, but that's whatever definition they have of the right coach. And you might say, hey, I'm perfect because I'm, I've got the solution. You say you want this, you know, you've got the problem and I've got the solution. And their definition might not be aligned with yours. They might think, eh, nah, too pushy, <laughs> you know, or whatever, too complicated, not my style. For me, sometimes I look at people's websites and I just know from their website, it's not my style, right? So you really want to think about that. People are going to be, yeah, they're second guessing. Of course they are, but you should be too. Okay. Don't be worried about, oh no, if I don't get this client, you know, can't pay the bills. You just want to make sure that you're getting the right people. So if they're second guessing you, you're second guessing them, move on. It's difficult. It's hurtful, but there's no point in trying to force the old square peg into a round hole, right? If you believe you have a perfect plan for a client, it only works if they're going to listen to you. That's the catch. So if they don't feel comfortable with you, you might think you're the best coach for them. You've got the best ideas. This is going to be fantastic, but they kind of don't like you. They don't, they're not comfortable with you. It's not the right vibe. Or they like you, but if you, your overall plan doesn't really suit what they're thinking about, they let them go. Because a client that does not listen is bad for business in the virtual coaching world. They can't be counted on among your success stories. Even if you did everything right, even if your process is fantastic, even if you have the greatest idea ever. So you are better off not working with them in the first place. And I know that's really hard saying no and not working with people. You might be up for the challenge. You might know I'm going to get this one, this person, I can really do it. But good coaching only goes as far as the effort placed by the players. And if the players don't make any effort, you're not going to be successful. And then what happens to your business? Because your ability to turn coaching into a business depends on your client's success. That's why you want the best clients for what you do. And you're able to charge them your worth for your time and not feel like you're, you know, it's impossible syndrome or any other sort of negative feeling that you might get about the value you deliver. Once you start out with that first or second, you know, free client, and then you can start charging your hourly rate or your package rate or whatever you decide to do, and then let results reflect what you're able to deliver. So, you know, if you're doing financial planning with people and you're saving your clients money, you create fees that match their savings, right? You know, you, you make sure that you can really measure that value. Now, you don't have to charge dollar for dollar. It's not like you're saying, oh, I saved you a hundred bucks, so I'm charging a hundred bucks. You just use a benchmark against which you set your fees. You figure out how much was the value of the time that I spent to get them the solution that they wanted? And you'll need a financial gateway to accept payments from your clients. You, you want that all set up. You can be flexible. You can have a, you know, a reoccurring monthly charge or quarterly charge or however you want to do it. You can do group charges. Maybe you do weekly group coaching. But hanging on to your clients, you know, is, is part of the process that supports your success. Coaching can be one and done. It can be like, okay, let's do one session. Everything's great. But having some reoccurring payments, that's really, really what helps you and really helps you move forward. So coaching is successful when, you know, you really made those people see the solution and they've been able to implement it. You know, coaching really has a powerful place in society. It's that ability to pass on knowledge and lead others to success that will always be honored and highly compensated because that's what people want, right? People want the opportunities that they have seen others have and they they can't figure it out on their own and they want somebody to guide them and help them do it. And they will hire somebody who will do that for them. 
So that somebody could be you, right? Virtual coaching allows you to, to go far beyond your neighborhood or your circle. And you just, you can reach people anywhere who are interested in your methods and your ideas. And you have schedule flexibility and no commute. And you have time to meet with clients wherever they happen to be. You just set it up and you go online with your virtual coaching business. But it's all about delivering a service that leads to results. That's really what it comes down to. Do you, are you able to deliver those results? And if you can demonstrate how you do that and why it works, Works, you can make virtual coaching your online business. I'm going to guess that you are listening to this podcast because you want to do something online. You want to get a venture going so that you can have more money, lifestyle freedom, the satisfaction of doing what you really want, and being around the people you really want to be around. This series, The Real Stories Behind Making Money Online with the Different Platforms, this series is to help you decide what your something is going to be. So listen to all the Real Stories episodes here on the Ready Entrepreneur podcast. Read the blogs at readyentrepreneur.com and watch the videos on the Case Lane channel on YouTube. If you have no idea where you want to get started and you just don't know how to even move forward, I would suggest you get my book Recast, The Aspiring Entrepreneur's Practical Guide to Getting Started with an Online Business. You can find it at ebookstores everywhere. And if you are ready to start your online business, I suggest you get the Dominate the Year course for getting your online business started. So I have the links to both the Recast book and the Dominate course in the description for this episode. Becoming an entrepreneur, being your own boss, and having your own business is one of the best ways to take control of your life and to deliver to yourself your own life dream. You just have to get started. If you enjoyed this information and found it useful, please make sure you're subscribed to the Ready Entrepreneur podcast so you do not miss future episodes. And please leave a rating and a comment at Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen to podcasts so I can see your feedback. And if you know someone who would benefit from the tips and strategies in the Ready Entrepreneur podcast, please share this podcast with another aspiring online entrepreneur. At readyentrepreneur.com, you'll find tons of helpful information for rising entrepreneurs, links to guides, books, courses, and so much more. And you can join the community of aspiring entrepreneurs just like you, who I keep up to date with tips, ideas, strategies, and other cool stuff. Visit readyentrepreneur.com. And if you want to reach out to me directly, email contactcase at readyentrepreneur.com or Follow me on social media or reach out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Pinterest. Thank you so much for listening to the Ready Entrepreneur Podcast with Case Lane.